Wings Things Podcast, episode 17. Uh, we're going to talk to Grant Bills in a moment. He is a, like, super young kid. And I think he's still in college, actually. And he's got his own radio show in lacrosse, where I'm from. So I want to talk to him about that and rooting for sports on that side of the state, which is interesting since the Packers-Vikings, not this week, but the week after. So I'll talk to Grant about that. Grant actually drove from lacrosse to Milwaukee one day to shadow the Bill Michaels show, which is insane. But that's the kind of commitment it takes. So I can talk to Grant in a little bit. Uh, Dave Stein. Yo. Dave is a frequent friend of show. Your podcast, Dish with Dave, do you have like an opening? I don't have an opening. Do you yeah, have... it goes, rah, 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 dish, dish, dish with Dave. Did you make that? Yeah. It was very easy. Just go find any sort of music bed and just. Say, I thought we couldn't use music in podcasts. No, we got that website now that has podcast-ready music that we can use. I'll show you all about it. I'll teach you the ways of the warrior. What if I did something in an old station that I wanted to add on this podcast? I'm sure it would be fine. Nobody cares. No, and I think if you use like less than 20 seconds or something, it's <laughs> but it's know, a fair no, game. it's a it's a 10 minute segment, and there's a music bed under it. What do I always tell you? I bet you'd be fine. What do I always tell you? Do it and ask questions later. Apologize later. Okay, I just I want. Bart wanted... gives me the best advice. I love it. I know. I'm kind of your mentor. Don't turn <laughs> your back on me. I'm kind of. Uh, I just before I talked to Grant, I had to tell someone this story, and I didn't tell it on here today. And I got to tell it. That's why you brought me in here. Gosh, I to, had to tell to the story. Me. Listen to this story, dude. I have. I had this fascia. Do you know what a fascia is? Like a facial. <laughs> A fascia. It's part of your house. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I don't own houses, Bart. I'm a renter. We're not talking about facials. I didn't know what a facial was either, but it's it's like a it's like a side paneling on the roof where it overhangs. There's paneling that's like your siding, but it's on your roof. Okay. So like. Okay. Yeah, I get it. So it's called. <laughs> so it fell off. So is there like a hole going into your house now? No, it's just you can see the wood. Because it's wood. It's a wood house. And then it's covered up. So it fell off. So I need a guy to fix it. So I got this handyman to come out. I'm not going to say where he's from. Dude, don't ask me. I won't fix it. Well, because I don't have a ladder to get that high and I ain't going up there. So he comes out yesterday and it's a pretty easy job for him. You get on the ladder and you just nail it up. And the fascia was bent, so he straightened it, and he used white nails and white caulk, and he got all this stuff that I couldn't have got. All the plastic surgery. It did cost a couple hundred bucks, but that's what's going to cost you. It's worth it, man. So he sets up, and out of nowhere, it starts to get cloudy. And I think I hear thunder. It was thundering and lightning before it started raining yesterday. Yeah. It was weird. So... I look over at him, and he's by his car, taking my fascia and straightening it out. And I hear thunder, and I think, if it starts raining, what's he going to do? Because it took me a while to get this guy here. We played a little phone tag. And I've got to, you know, punt an afternoon. We gave each other fascias, Dave. <laughs> I said played with each other's fascias. Yeah, that was the tip. Um, No, I didn't tip. You don't tip them. <laughs> Right, you only tip you only tip people that no, you don't get, yeah. What would you do things for? that you could have done anyway? I think. So you did tip him. No, 
Oh, because you couldn't do it. I couldn't you couldn't do get it. up there. Okay. So it starts thundering. And he keeps getting whatever done. And then it starts to rain a little bit. And as it starts to rain a little bit, he takes his ladder and starts walking to the back of my house to get it done. And I go, dude, I checked the radar because when I heard thunder, it's just a little shower. It's going to go through in 10 minutes. I go, dude, are you okay? You can come inside for a sec and let this pass. I got it. I got it. He sets up the ladder. It starts pouring. And then it starts lightning. And he won't come down. He's dedicated to his craft, man. So he is on the ladder in a lightning storm, pounding away at my house. My neighbor to the right of me, and I'm in backyards where you can, like, see everything. My neighbor to the right of me gets caught in his car during the rainstorm, so he's just sitting there watching. My other neighbor, she gets home, tells her husband, I saw this guy on the ladder. I mean, this guy almost died. I mean, he could have died. And you didn't give him a tip. God, who are you? What kind of person are you? You make this guy come over to your house in the rain. Did you offer him something to drink at least? Or you I just offered him to... water. And did he take it? Yeah. No. I don't get it with like handyman service people. I always offer them. I always offer them food or well, stuff that's in my kitchen. I don't they like. Never I don't. It. If listeners make food, I don't eat it. I mean, that's different. That's like a listener making food and bringing it to you. But if someone's coming to my house to fix something and I got something in my fridge, I'll be like, hey, you but want something? But he thinks, I mean, it's the same reason. He could think that you poisoned it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, brought, I brought over the guy to fix my roof just so I could poison him. I mean, I thought he was going to die. Yeah, and you didn't even need to poison him. I offered him a towel. Did he take that? <laughs> Reluctantly. Did you offer him a shower, too? Clean off a little bit? <laughs> no. But then as soon as he was done, it stopped raining. So it took him 10 minutes, and he did it in the hailstorm, or the lightning storm. Man. That's but a, he was on a ladder. That's a dedicated guy. Two was it a metal up. ladder or a wood ladder? Metal. Ah, see that? Gosh. You, you left that part out of the story. That makes it 10 times more dangerous. And the whole thing's dangerous. We know. You can get struck by lightning. Just happened to, you know, Bill Michaels. It did. He got struck by lightning on so, a golf course. It happens. So, moral of the story is, is this guy going to ever come back and fix your house, or did he take you off of his list? Or did you take him off your list? No, I think I have a guy now. What's up, guy? I mean, this guy <laughs> stood in a lightning storm. I said, why did you stay up there? He said, oh, you know, it took me a while to get out here, and I already had the, I already had the bag around my waist, so I just I thought I'd get it done. I said, you could have waited. I said, you could have come inside. He's, he knew he had a job to do. You you hired him for a certain job. You didn't hire him to hang out with you. You hired him to fix your roof. Dave, so he fixed your roof. Do you ever get miscalled a name, Dave? Yeah, Daniel, all the time. Oh, yeah, he kept calling me Brett. It's because the T and the B, and there's an R in your name. D and A, and David, and Daniel, I guess. And they're both Jewish-sounding names. So that's basically why I get Daniel all the time. You say, no, my name's David. I'm a star. <laughs> I got to sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> No, I say my name is Dave. Or normally people call me like Daniel. Like Star of David. Yeah, I get it. I'm Jewish. I understand. But I normally say, you know, when people call me Daniel, I'll just be like, it's Dave. And they just will keep on going anyways. You know, like they don't they don't care because they're not really <laughs> listening to me. <laughs> I like talking to you, Dan. I like talking to you, Bretty. <laughs> so that's all? That's all you wanted me for? Yeah, I just needed someone to tell this story to. Good story. It's a good story. That guy's definitely. Well, you've been on the podcast a few yeah, times. Yeah, that guy's definitely the hardest worker probably in Wisconsin right now. You can be like my. As we learned at Radio Bootcamp, you need a second mic on podcast. 
What's up, Mike number two? <laughs> Hello, my name's Dave, and I'll be part of the Wink Stinks podcast today. What if I talk like that? You know people do actually talk like that. Like what? Like in Whisper their whole life. They just are so calm. Because well, they're shy. No, they're just one with the world. Do you watch America's Got Talent? Do you watch Better Call Saul? Yes. I'm all caught up on it. Do you? Good. It's, it's good. It is good. It's, uh, I don't know if it's better than Breaking Bad. It is. It makes me, when I watch Break. if I'm going to watch Breaking Bad now, I'm going to skip the Walter parts. The first episode of Breaking Bad was like one of the best episodes of TV I'd ever seen. That and the first episode of Fargo. Lost. But the first episode of Lost, I don't think was like. Oh, come on! The, I I think Lost as a whole is one of the greatest. And anyone who has problems with it clearly didn't actually watch the show because a lot of the plot holes did get resolved. This has gone a completely different route, but yeah, on the ten minute DVD post game show. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever watch that? No, I didn't actually because I I did all the research on my own. I would Google everything on my own or come to my own conclusions. But the polar bears, there's a reason for them, okay? That's all I want to say. All right, I'm going to talk to some kid now about his life. Great. Make me feel bad that a kid in college has his own radio show. He does. Here I am as the third mic on some show and the second mic on the week. You're in Milwaukee. I know. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. I was just trying to have fun with you, Bart. Although I think Grant's only like, I think he's only 22. Only 26. And he's hosting a sports talk show in drive time in that's, lacrosse. I mean, that's amazing. Good for him. And I, can't, I, I scheduled the time to talk to him after class. I think <laughs> he's man, still I just getting out of math class. I think he's he's still, do some matrices. I think he's still in school. Good. So I'm going to kick you out and call him. Uh, Dave. I almost called you producer Dave. I hate that name. Dave Stein. Bart. Brett. Whatever you are. Thanks for having me on Wings. Thanks, baby. All right. That's uh, Dave Stein. Edit out my sneeze. No. So Grant Bills, who I've talked about, he hosts a show on WKT, uh, WKTY. I should get that right. I should know it. It's back in lacrosse, my old stomping grounds. Uh, went to college there, worked in TV there a little bit, and I actually never worked at WKTY or in any. You guys are in the cluster, Grant, right? Downtown, like on 2nd Street or 3rd or something. Yep, so that's that's Midwest Family Broadcasting. I actually do stuff. I started on Z93, which is our top 40 station, and now I'm the nice guy there, and I've kind of slowly but surely um, annoyed everyone into getting on WKTY, I think is probably the best way to put it. It is at that building that I'm thinking of? Yep, they're all in the, in the same building. By downtown. U.S. Bank? Yep. Okay, yeah, dude, I miss lacrosse. Just even talking to you about the U.S. Bank building, uh, I miss lacrosse. So, how, okay, I've, I think I got a couple things wrong or right about you. How old are you? Okay. I'm 20. You're not, you're 20. Yeah, I'm not 21 yet. Isn't that, isn't that lame? But yeah, only 20. Okay, I, see, I thought you were like 22, and then I thought you were out of school, but you told me we have to do this <laughs> when you're not in class. Yeah, that's true. I, class is a priority. We just started this week, so uh, that, that was... Somewhat sarcastic, but I, I do have to go to class. That is one thing in my schedule that that needs to be there. And you ran out here what, like two years ago? You came all the way over yeah. here. Yeah, and it was wild. It was my freshman year for a class. Um, we had to do a job shadow, and I'm pretty sure at one point everybody, we, either in high school or college, you're, you're forced to do a job shadow. And I was actually dreading it. But uh, one of my friends in Eau Claire, Dan Casper, who's on Midwest Family in Eau Claire on a sports station there, hooked me up with, with Radio Joe, and I was able to come out there and do a job shadow. 
and I met you and Chuck, and, and I think Mike Clements is bumming around too. All names and voices that I've heard, of course, so that was kind of cool. So that's how I met you. It was only for a couple of minutes, and when I got back in touch with you last year, I was actually blown away with either how much you were lying about remembering me or just how, uh, how enthusiastic and willing to help you were, which was really, really cool. No, I'm, well, I think the lacrosse, you know, that connection, I think I remember, but I was just fascinated that you drove you drove that far uh, to come out there. I, I think that's one of the things that you don't see. You see a lot of people that, I mean, we've got interns and part-timers, and, you know, yeah. to get them to do a, a shift on the radio sometimes can be pulling teeth. And I, I just, to see that you drove out here made quite an impression. And now you're 20 years old and you've got like your part-time job is a, is a sports talk show on the radio. It's not like you are on, you are on WKTY from five to six every night, the Wisconsin, the Wisco sports show, it's drive time, you know, however long that is in lacrosse, but it's, you know, yeah. I guess if you're running from Holman down to lacrosse, yeah. Uh, it could with be 10 minutes. And, and yeah, with construction and with the roads, and now it's been flooding here too. It can take, it depends on where you're going, but it can be any number of times or any amount of time for sure. But I mean, you're on the radio and drive time five to six in lacrosse and you're 20. And when I was 20 in lacrosse, my part-time job was at KQEG TV. Um, I was putting commercials into VHS tapes. And this wasn't even that, like, VH, when I say VHS tapes, yeah, they're old, but the station, the station's older in this situation than I am. The VHS yeah. tapes were because the station didn't afford any quality equipment. But I, I didn't, I mean, I tried to work in my way into WKPT TV in lacrosse, the CBS affiliate, and I, I did that after college. But I, you're in class and you have a part-time job at the radio station. That is a huge compliment and a huge honor to you how did you make sure that that like tell me your story from getting to driving here and then getting that job i'm just it's very impressive well that that job shadow first of all and driving over to milwaukee i love coming to milwaukee and that like you cannot understand how excited i was to not only meet some of the people who were there but also to sit in and watch four hours of the bill michaels show i took so many you know i mean that was that was a blast for me so that was not a, a, a I was very excited. That wasn't a problem for me at all. When I, when I first moved down here, I got a job waiting tables at Howie's. Oh, nice. I absolutely, yeah, which I sucked at. I'm a great people person, but it, I was overwhelmed. Waiting's hard. I got fired yeah, from yeah. the Island Girl boat one summer there. Uh, so I guess we've both been <laughs> fired from, uh, from other jobs. Uh, but I started while I was working at Howie's. I started doing weekends on Z93. Just uh, just one shift on Sunday. That eventually turned into Saturdays. Um, and eventually, uh, earlier this spring, after doing that for just over a year, our nice guy moved on. He went into the military, so there was a space there. Now, I'm not live every night. Of course, I, I don't tell people that. Um, but I, I voice track my show 7 to midnight. And I had been doing that since this spring. All the while, I've been board opping, you know, Brewer games and Packer games. A lot of stations automate. I don't know. I know you guys, I don't think, carry sports programming, but sitting there board hopping, playing commercials for Packer games, producing for, for our uh, news shows in the morning. When I, I mean, I've, I've learned every board in the building. I, I just try to fill in doing whatever. And I, and I would do podcasts, and I would do fill-in work for Dave and Scrady, our morning show, just trying to, to do any kind of sports stuff possible. And I started doing a podcast there using the studio, too. 
And I think it just got to the point where it was so annoying where I was trying to do things and I was, I was trying to, to be a part of things, whether they were going to pay me do, to do it or not, that my boss said, well, you know, we used to have an afternoon show. We don't anymore. Let's give it a shot. And, and I felt very lucky that they kind of just let me do whatever I want because they had heard my podcast work and heard my fill-in work. They were pretty confident to just really let me go without too much guidance, which allowed me to kind of put together the show that I want which has been really awesome. And it's a lot easier for me if I'm doing a show to be able to do what I want. And it's only an hour long, but still, I mean, there's a lot of things that I can decide and I have a lot of freedom there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't board hopping is kind of how I work back in the radio. I, I did TV and then uh was out of the game for a while, just completely yep. out, got back in. I must've been 24, 25, kind of the same thing. Voice tracking a music station, uh, winding up on a sports station to get here though, and then at, at at the fan in Milwaukee to get here, and then I produced the morning show for a year, and then took over as the host when the guy uh, before me left. So now I'm thirty, I'm thirty two, and I'm thirty. How old am I? I'm thirty four. So I would have taken over at thirty two. So I'm thirty two, and I'm hosting a morning show in a top forty market, and I, and I think that's a big deal. And but I've never hosted. I never hosted a true sports show before. I did yeah. host other shows. I had a music show in Fond du Lac for a while, and I've done an, enough hosting that I knew what I wanted my radio show to be. When you're at age 20, do you like what do you draw back on for experiences? Do you find yourself emulating people? Do you find yourself copying people to the point where like, oh man, I, I sound too much like this guy? How do you like? No, I guess my question is, how do you know what you want to sound like? And that's, that's tough. One of the things that I do, well, first of all, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge sports fan, and I love getting emotional and watching as a fan and yelling and swearing about the refs and all of that. So I, I think there's a part of that that's appealing. If you, can, if you can connect yourself with listeners and show that you are the same in a lot of ways and you're not trying to put yourself on a pedestal and taking yourself more seriously than you actually are, I think that's appealing to listeners. I would like to think so at least. But I listen to a ton of sports talk radio, and I think that's – I started doing that in high school just because I liked it, and then I, I kind of figured that it's something I might want to do. So I just try to listen to as many people as I can, try to take away things that I like, not necessarily copying segments or, or expressions. I mean, an expression here and there I like, but I listen to your show close to every morning when I get up, whatever time that may be. Oh, nice. I listen to Bill's show, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Chuck and Winkler guy. I like listening close to every morning. Um, I like listening to our programming here in lacrosse and CBS stuff at night. The post-game shows for just about every team, I think that's a great way after you watch a game to maybe start to think about a take for the next day or something like that. So I think taking in as much from others as you can, it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're copying them, but it's a great way to maybe think about a game that you had already watched in a different way or get a different perspective that you don't already have. In terms of what I'm trying to sound like, I don't know what I sound like. I don't know if I sound like a college kid. I don't know what kind of sound my show has that's something that I'm trying to work on but as long as I my big thing is I, I want it to be fun and I'm listening to your show and your podcast as well I know that's something that you're big on I don't want to take myself seriously I'm just a college kid people talk about you're not qualified to be on sports radio well I don't know if there is other than knowing how to run a board and, and some production stuff I don't really know if there are qualifications it, it, that's not a part of it for me so trying to build my own sound but like you said definitely trying to take in as many other shows and as many other personalities as I can to try to move forward with things that I like and, and try to build my show. If hey, that makes sense. You're the, like, it's just you, right? You, maybe some callers, some guests, but it's just you. 
Yeah, I'm trying to build Twitter interaction. I, that's something I, I really want to do. Yesterday, I got a couple of callers. Brewers Cubs is fantastic for getting people fired up and calling in, but it's just me. Uh, I try to have a guest on. It, it's been tough. I try not to overdo it with the guests because my show is only an hour long. I want people to get used to hearing me and not be tuned in confused and wondering what's going on. So I've, I've tried to spread them out a little bit these first couple of weeks just to try to build a routine, but there are definitely a couple guests just by doing podcasts that I've tried to make connections with, and, and that's been nice to tap on for these first couple of weeks here. I just uh, one thing I've I've learned about me I don't like doing it alone at all. I I do not like doing it alone. I I listen to some of these national guys, and I think there's a there's a certain like when we're doing it in the morning, boom 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 boom, fast fast fast. There's I listen to some of the national guys, and it's like LeBron James. The thing about the king, you know? Yeah, and, and Rome, Rome is like that. Cowherd is like that. And that's one thing that I, I don't like. But you, you, ha- you almost have to. You almost, yeah. I mean, they do it for a reason. But I hate it. I, I hate it because it sounds preachy. And when you're by yourself, you almost need to come in with a specific take and a specific, maybe some analogies you want to cover. And, and Cowherd and Rome and all of these guys who are on by themselves, they come in with a prepared rant yeah. or a prepared speech. And that kind of wears me out. But it's tough because it's hard not to fall into that when you're on by yourself. It's, you can't BS with yourself. You can't storytell with yourself. There's nothing to bounce off of. So definitely finding that balance is something that, that I'm trying to do. Like last week or two weeks ago with Urban Meyer, it was easier to come in and rant about that because there's a definite opinion that I can have without it necessarily sounding preachy. But if the Brewers beat the Reds 6-2, to two, there's really not an angle. There's really not a hot take or an opinion. I don't want to fall into just running down the box score and recapping a game. People can read articles for that. They can listen to the post-game show for that. So it's finding a balance of having a take, going in a direction, but not to the point where you sound preachy and you sound like you're, I don't know, like Cowherd or Rome or any of those guys. And I respect those guys quite a bit, but it's not necessarily the sound that I want to have. Not, not every day, at least. So your show that you've had, uh, 5 to 6 at night, WKTY, mm-hmm. and you can stream it. Uh, how, what are you in like your fourth week? This is my third week. Third week. Last week was rough. Last week was rough because we also carry the Brewers and the, and the Packers. So I wasn't on on Thursday because of the Packers. I was there board hopping for the Packer game. Nice. Uh, and I, on Wednesdays we have what's called I on the Eagles. It's a live show from a bar, uh, with coach Smith of the, the UWL football team. Is that bar Eagles nest? It is the Eagles now. Yeah. And I get to board up for that, mostly because they know I'm available, because if not, I'd be there running my show. Yeah. And now we've picked up a Badger Roundtable show on Friday. So in, in the perfect world, if nothing else is going on for the fall, I'm going to be on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And I don't mind the Friday because it gives me the ability to go out and do play-by-play in color. We, we have a lot of local coverage on WKTY. Or if I wanted to sneak off to Madison for a weekend or go home, that gives me a little extra time, too. So the Friday Badger show that we do, I don't mind. And especially these first couple of weeks where I'm still getting in the swing of my class and trying to figure out how I'm going to budget my time for preparing for a show and doing homework that normally falls by the wayside. But it's, it's nice to have a day off here and there to balance my time. But, but that's, that's, yep. It's a, a daily show Monday through Friday. It's just, we have a lot of random programming in the fall. I remember when I was back in lacrosse, I, I, I mean, I just, I didn't listen to the radio that much. I guess my, I lived near the station where I work, so I didn't have really a commute yep. at all. Uh, the radio I would listen to was, I guess, the Brewers the summer that I didn't have a TV, which 
I don't recommend ever doing. Um, I know, but with WKTY, sometimes see, sometimes in in uh, Milwaukee, even I, I'll be doing a show, and for whatever reason, I just have this feeling, and I know it's not true, but I just have this feeling like there is not a single person listening to me right now. And with Milwaukee, with how big it is, that's never true. That's never true. Yeah. We're building a product here, and they know about us, and that's never true. But sometimes it feels like that. In a smaller town, I mean, I felt that in Fondy. I don't know if you ever feel like that in Lacrosse. I don't know. I don't have anything to uh, to compare it against. When I'm on Z93 at night, it's, you know, it's tough to tell. I'm not really putting out a, or if I'm live on Z93 on weekends, I'm not really putting out a, a request line that often or anything like that, especially not when I'm voice tracking, obviously. So it's tough. And yesterday I got two calls on my show, which was nice, but I was talking to our, our days guy on Z93 and he was, you know, just reiterating, it might not feel like it. There's always people listening. There's, and you never know who is listening as well. And even if there's only three people listening, you know, it's gotta be my goal to build that into something bigger as, as I continue the show. And it's up to me to convince those three people to convince somebody else to listen or to become a listener every day. So it, it's tough. I can definitely have that feeling, especially when I finish a show that I, I don't really feel it was that great. I don't know if that's an experience you have. I, I feel like that's probably all radio people. You get done with a show and you're like, eh, could have gone better. I, I didn't really communicate something super clearly like I wanted. Like I Oh, I wish I, I was preparing. that calm. I get like pissed after. Oh, yeah. And and it's my first three Like weeks. I start yelling at and, Chuck off the air. <laughs> and then he gets, oh, yeah, like, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. When I'm doing my rundown, I have a perfect picture in my mind of how I want to communicate something. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. People are going to be hearing this, and they're going to think, wow, this kid has great perspective, or they're going to think this. And then I, I send it to commercial or whatever, and I'm like, well, that really didn't come across like I wanted. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that, that happens all the time, and that's just something that I need to, to get used to and, and to learn to work past for sure. Yeah, you'll never perfect it. I mean, you can always strive, and that's part of it. I, when I, I would do shows at the, the TV station on, on campus, and it'd be crazy because we, we knew nobody was watching. But yeah, then I, I got recognized once at a bar by just some random ass dude that was not in college. He's like, oh, yeah, I watched that show Tuesdays at 430. I don't know. It's interesting. And that's insane. <laughs> so you do never know. We just, yeah, we just started uh, on the school TV station. I do it. Uh, I've been doing it a couple semesters now. It's good to get to get credit. It's easy work and it's fun. But whether I'm, I'm running the camera, I'm kind of lazy. If I'm not on sports talk, one of the sports talk shows, just BSing with guys, I normally just like to stand behind the camera. It's an easy and a fun time. But well, last year we had a, a girl who was, who was doing a newscast, and she got a letter from someone in prison who watches every week. Oh, no. Like, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the that. prison. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Yes. Like yes. The prison people watch. Yes. Yep. That, that I do remember. Yep. One, once so a year know. a girl gets a letter. I know it. I know it. They always mm-hmm. look. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's I, okay, when did I graduate? God, I'm so stupid. Uh, 12 years ago. Still WMCM, are those still the call letters? Yep, WMCM, and then we have our, our school radio station, RAQ, which I am co-program director of this fall, oh, which dang. is going to be a pain in the butt. I took that job last year before I, I kind of got a couple of these other responsibilities, but it's, that's nothing too bad. But I also do work on our, on our school radio station as well. You were on our podcast last year, um, and we get that, that Three Guys, One Pod podcast underway tomorrow. So shameless plug for Three Guys, One Pod. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, I'll come on anytime. As far as you, you get, huh? you get people going on Twitter in lacrosse. You might not know it, but people, your <laughs> tweets 
resonate with people. And I get DM'd like, look at what this party is saying on Twitter, you know, a Cubs fan or somebody that I know. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh man, this, your tweets reach farther than you, you may even think. And I know you're pretty cocky about your Twitter account as you should be. I am. Yeah. To put it gently. I am. Yes. But <laughs> you just never know. It's, it's funny when, when I, when I see a tweet liked or retweeted by somebody I know, because I'm like, well, I listen to Bart every morning. That's funny that he's getting somebody over in Coat Hall all riled up about his Cubs take. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> um, I stayed in Coat Hall for two years. Uh, I did as well. With the uh, okay, so I'm cu- just curious about the TV station for a second. How yeah. many shows do you guys do a week now? Oh man, well, it's funny. The stu- it's student run. So yesterday, two new students who have been doing it a while. Um, we're explaining all the shows to us and the, and the people who are just beginning the semester. We do two sports talk shows a week. We do a weekly newscast, obviously. And then everything else right now is kind of up in the air. They want to leave it to us. Whether we want to do a, a game-type show or a comedy show, there's, there's a lot of different options. But we'll see. We do, I think we do probably like five or six productions a week. So Have you, do the sports shows, did they move past the ripoff of PTI? See, that's, when I first started there, they have, I don't know if they rip off PTI, but the one dude was a huge, huge ESPN fan, which I am not. He's like, we kind of build, build this off of, uh, not pardon the interruption, what are the other, Sports Nation and other shows like that. It's, just, it's four guys sitting at a desk. Whatever happens, happens. You know, I don't know if yeah. we need to be copying formats. But, yeah, I think that was kind of the goal. It's kind of shifted away from that now that the people in charge have kind of switched through. But some big ESPN fans, they loved PTI. Because the show uh, that I did there, it was... Two guys, it was called Sports Talk Live. And, yep. and still, called still called that. And we just ripped yep. off PTI graphics and made them. And we just basically <laughs> did PTI and we called it Sports Talk Live. Well, there you go. I got old videos too. I got to get some back up online. Sometimes I'll put a screenshot up with a face that's like twice as fat as it is now and, uh, <laughs> and no beard. And I look like an idiot. Okay. So the one thing I also want to talk to you about, Grant, being in lacrosse. Yep is you've got Bears week this week and then Vikings week next week. And now that I've moved back over here, uh, I still feel like I still feel like I personally hate the Vikings more because I think back yeah. about my time in lacrosse. And when I was there, uh, the Twins were in the playoffs, and I, I didn't see anyone wearing twin stuff except for two weeks in October. The Wild made it. I didn't see anyone wearing Wild stuff except for one week in April. And then those Vikings games, especially living in the dorms, I mean, they were the worst. Oh yeah, the Bears were. Oh yeah, it, it was it, the bear, playing living in lacrosse. Packers Bears was like Packers Rams or who cared? But Packers Vikings, sure. man, that stuff just riled me up. Well, and I grew up in Menominee, which is up by Eau Claire, so a lot more Vikings fans up there than there are Bears fans. So it's not something that I'm not necessarily used to, but definitely being down here. And, and I try on my show, although I'm a Wisconsin, it's called the Wisco Sports Show, I try to have relevant talk about the Vikings, and I, and I try not to be overly homerish because I know we reach over into Minnesota and down into Iowa, and I don't necessarily want to slam the door on those listeners, even though they may not be my number one target. But being in the dorms and being on campus, Vikings fans, I don't know. I, the whole thing with me last year, Bart, and maybe you feel this as well, Vikings fans got so butthurt about the Eagles game and about how they're classless fans and about how they, they don't know how to handle winning. And yet, you know, just virtue signaling to the max at Philly <laughs> fans. And I'm sitting here like, Vikings fans, you have been going on all season long bragging about how you were the ones who injured Aaron Rodgers. You were the, you know, ran into a bar, you know, 
putting that picture of Aaron Rodgers getting hurt on social media and making that your rallying cry. And now all of a sudden you're going to turn around and complain about the Eagles fans because they got drunk in the streets of their own city. Like that was one thing with the Vikings last year that bothered me so much. Right now, I'm not going to lie, I'm, my hatred is 100% dedicated to the Cubs and their fans. But as soon as football season starts, the Vikings fans will probably get obnoxious. The Bears fans haven't been bad. There aren't as many, and the Bears have been bad. So they really have no reason to be obnoxious. But the Vikings fans definitely start to wear on me. And I've always grown up closer to Minnesota than Chicago. So I guess it's something that I've always been used to hearing about. See, and I thought like the growing up uh, on this side of the state, uh, the Bears, the Bears were the rival, you know. Yeah. But they were. It was. It was like. It wasn't. It sucked when you lose to them, but it was like it was. I don't want to say friendly, but it wasn't. Wasn't unfriendly. And then when I went to college. Respect there. Yeah, yeah, respect. And I went to college, and the Viking thing was like, boy, this is more of a rivalry. There's, there's like some hate underlying here, and oh, I yeah. still feel that to this day. So. I just if you if you put a gun to my head and said Bart, you need to root for the Chicago Bears. You can never like the the Packers again. I'd say like, hey, that's great. Uh, okay. Yeah. But if you said Vikings, I'd say I had a nice life, and uh, I'll see you on the other <laughs> side. I couldn't. I couldn't. I just I can't understand how you can root for that team. I I don't. I don't get it. I do not get it. I Stephon Diggs just he just bothers me. I think Adam Thielen. Well, and I heard like I said, I've been listening to your show probably close to every day. Uh, for the better, probably over a year now. So I, I know the war of words that you had with the Vikings, calling them overrated. And, and they did seem like they got lucky a lot last year. I don't think Stephon Diggs is amazing as everyone makes him out to be. I think Adam Thielen is wildly overrated. Let's see what he does Oh, this I year. knew I liked you. Yeah, there's, there's, certain, there's certain players on that team that just bother me. Anderson Dejo with a hat that says make football violent again. Look, there's no need for football to be violent. We just don't want it to become flag football. Like there's just a couple things that grind my gears and, and, and just <laughs> having to be around that and see the Stefan Diggs jerseys and all this stuff. It's just, ah, I, I could leave it. That's for sure. I, I definitely take the bears fans over the Vikings fans. My hot take today was that, uh, I, well, I bet Cody and Chuck, I bet them $25 each five to one odds that the Vikings would take last in the North. Ooh. Yeah. I actually think they'll take, I'm, I've been high on the Bears before Khalil Mack, so I was, I was gonna go, I was gonna go Packers, Bears, Vikings. But we've got this guy; his name is Logan, and he okay. is a big Lions guy, and he has yeah. Lions blog, and he's got you know three times the amount of Twitter followers that I do. But he lives in Milwaukee and listens to our show, and anytime I talk bad about the Lions, he tweets me. So I was saying today, just in case this guy's listening. Uh, I'm going to put the Lions at third. And he was. He tweeted me after. And then I said, I'm going to take the Vikings fourth. I bet Chuck and Cody. But I said my true hot take is I think Case Keenum was wildly undervalued. And I think that I think that he made Stephon Diggs and Adam Thalen more than – I just – I am so down on Kirk Cousins. And I still don't think – yeah. is this hatred in me or is this me, me having some uh, – real analysis. I think it's a little of both. I do think yeah. the Vikings are overrated, but the fact that I'm predicting them to be fourth is that's, that's the hatred part. I know. I, I think that's what makes it good too. When you have a little bit of emotion and a little bit of analysis, look, I don't think case Keenum, we were talking about this, uh, my roommates and I, and this is a popular Packers take for people who want to downplay how good and how helpful Kirk cousins is going to be. I don't think this year's Kirk cousins is going to be any better than 
last year, Case Keenum. Now, I don't know if Case Keenum is going to continue to play like he did last year, but they essentially paid a lot of money to hopefully get continuity and pretty similar play to what they had last year. Maybe Kirk Cousins is that good. I don't know. But I do think Stephon Diggs, he's not, Lord, he's not that good. He can't be that good. He's a short, fast receiver. He's not really a possession guy. I, I don't know. So I, and Adam Thielen just drives me up the wall. They think they're geniuses because they snagged him out of Mankato. He can't be that good. If he was any good at all, he would have went Division One at least. It's the same with Jeff Janis. There's a reason these guys don't, don't go Division One and aren't drafted. So I, I just hope that you and me are right about the Vikings this year, and they're not as good because I definitely don't want to live with a Super Bowl contending Vikings team uh, and playoff, you know, winning playoff games. That Saints game, man, that stunk. I was at the station for that. And all the Vikings fans were there watching it. And I was doing my show on Z93, and they came running through my – oh, it was awful. And I do not want to see that again. You got me all riled up, but, you know, you probably agree with some of it. So <laughs> so what we're saying is – basically, here's what we're saying. Uh, Stephon right. Diggs is Trevor Davis, and mm-hmm. uh, Thalen's Kumaro. Yeah. And uh, Keenum is essentially Rodgers because he made those guys great. I, I think that's spot on. I think that's the best analysis I've heard today. Yeah, if you say that on your show, uh, you'll find out very quickly that there are people listening over in lacrosse. <laughs> you will find yeah, that out. Yeah, that'll get some involvement very quickly. That's what I hate about working at the TV station there. It's like, all right, here's our here's our story on the Packers, and now here's our story on the Vikings. Like, you got to placate yep. both because you're right on the border. You always got to do both. And doing a show on the border is – is kind of nice. If there's an interesting Viking story, yeah. I can go talk about that. And I do go out of my way to read about the Vikings and to watch the Vikings. I cannot listen to the Vikings. I despise Paul Allen. I don't know him personally, but his the way he calls a football game is something I despise more than just about anything else in sports, just to add on to my distaste for the Vikings. So that's another thing. But it's nice that I can go to a Vikings topic and, and still have listeners interacting if I, if I need to. Well, Paul, I'll, I, I hated him too. Uh, but he is my absolute favorite guest to have on. He's a good guest. He he's such a homer. He dials it yep. up. He knows what he's doing. And then I went to Vegas for the Super Bowl because uh, actually I went there for my niece's birthday party. But the Super Bowl was going on and the Packers weren't in it, so I was able to get out there. I'm down at the lobby of the Link Casino, and I see Paul Allen at a blackjack table. That's really funny. So I talked to him. I said, hey, Paul, I'm Bart. I uh, talked to you in Milwaukee. He goes, hey, tell you what, here's a Minneapolis miracle good luck coin. He gave me a dollar oh, chip, God. and he, like, got away from me as soon as possible. <sighs> but I kept the chip. I, I don't know. What a door. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've never met him. I, I've talked to people who have met him, and they, they all have just interesting things to say about the guy. I just can't listen to him do games. Yeah, well, thankfully, uh, I don't have to. So it's the Wisco yeah, exactly. Sports Hour. The Wisco Sports Show, five to six on WKQI, ninety-six oh, seven yeah. FM, five eighty AM. If Got you're in the area, wrong. or you can stream live on uh, WKQISports.com. We also have a mobile app too, which is really slick if you want to listen outside the area. My parents are probably the only ones that listen on that, but it's pretty slick if you're uh, if you're on the go and you want to listen on your phone. It's a WKTY mobile app. Yep, WKTY mobile app, and and my show gets posted on the website as well. You can listen to it as a podcast like all of our shows do. And, and sometimes I'll tweet out an interview or tweet out, uh, you know, a specific segment that I thought really kicked ass, and, and I'll want to put that on Twitter or on, on the website individually as well. I'm downloading it right now. There you go.
I know that uh, Greg Wavernick used to do the afternoon show there. You guys should get him on. I could connect you. There you go. We have we had kind of a lot of turnover when I first started working there. Mike Kearns was just retiring. Now he only calls game, you know, football, UWL games and local games. So that'll be fun. I get to do a little bit of that on Friday night. Um, so I, I'm not going to have a Friday night at least until ten. I guess that's not really a problem, but um, it'll be cool to to do some color commentary and, and that kind of stuff as well. Well, dude, I mean, good luck. Uh, you don't sound twenty, and I say that as a compliment. I know that. I don't know. I just I'm impressed. Uh, at 20 years old, man. You thought I was older. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing, when, when I came over to the station, the only reason I know who I knew who you were is because I used to use your old 105.7 The Fan app to listen to the Bucks postgame show. Oh. And before I would watch, the commercial would come up with you and Chuck, and you would do these little dumb bits to promote your morning show. Do you remember these? I don't know if they're still... I don't, I don't use the app to listen anymore. I use radio.com, but you, it would be like, you know, check out our show 6 to 10 a.m. weekday mornings. Yes. And then Chuck would say something like, you don't have to say a.m. You already said mornings. And then it would be awkward. And that would be your little spit. So when I came into the station, that's the only reason I knew who you were. But at the time I was like, oh, that's Chuck. And I, I know who those guys are. I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. So that's, Look at that's that. how I See, that. I'm glad those worked because we did go to a different app and we don't have the capability <laughs> to do that anymore. So who knows what listeners were not reaching uh, because of you that. You never know. Yeah, you I, never know. The radio.com app's good, and we're on it right now. I just I missed I missed the I missed the station one. I think I'm okay to say that I missed our station one. I don't know. I still use the station app to listen to some stuff on demand. For example, like if you guys have it, still works. Well, the on-demand section works. I, I feel like I'm creepy and nerdy for still having it and telling you that I use it. But like if you guys have Megler on at nine o'clock and I'm in class. That's an interview I want to hear, so I'll use the on-demand part, and I'll, I'll listen to that interview after the fact. So the on-demand on our old app w- works. Yeah, I just tried I, to I open it. I got service it. unavailable. Dude, don't ever update your phone. <laughs> I won't. I won't. I won't. I'm going to have the last working 105.7 FM, the fan app there is. <laughs> uh, hey, keep up the good work. Uh, if you need anything, let me know, and uh, I might have to do the same, dude. You got good stuff in front of you. Yeah, thanks, and I appreciate the the help and the kind words as well, Bart. Grant Bills, dude is twenty. That's impressive. I mean, good for him. I, you know, when you're young and you got talent, the, the it's just all about finding your opportunity to get in. I mean, we've got some guys here at the fan uh, who's the youngest. Billy's twenty three. You know, you get you got talent. You're gonna find a way on. It's just about finding your way on, and sometimes the the road can be full of getting fired from Island Girl or Howie's or wherever, but whether this is good for any business, specifically sports, radio, radio. See, I, I don't look at myself as a sports radio guy. I look at myself as a radio guy. Grant listens to a hell of a lot more sports talk than I do, but if you've got talent and you, you work hard, and I kept referencing the fact that he drove from lacrosse to Milwaukee, which was which impressed me because you don't, you don't, not to be all kids these days, but you don't see a lot of that effort and energy. You got to, you got to do whatever it takes to stand out. And one little thing that he did stuck with me, just like those stupid videos that we did before the Bucks postgame show uh, stood out to him. So you never know. He's right. You never know who's listening and uh, true for really anything you do. Big brother is always watching. Uh, That is the case. That is true.
So uh, I did talk earlier with Dave. There's some old stuff from one of my old stations I wanted to play. I don't think I have the clearance to do that because there's music behind it. It's a, it's a whole thing. And I, So at some point in one of these podcasts, I do want to share some of the stuff I did at K107 in Fond du Lac. Uh, when I was a program director there, I did do a podcast with Brian Kelly, who is the program director for Kiss and Mix in this building. Uh, you can check that out. That's episode three, I believe, where I, we talked about my days as a radio program director for a music station. But there's some stuff that I did on there, some bits that I think would be worth playing, especially listening back to now. And maybe if I can find one of those old sports talk shows that I did, uh, I know I could find them. I just got to transfer them over from VHS to this technology from the WMCM TV station. Maybe I'll find that too. It's always good to go back and, and find old stuff and see how you sounded. For the most part, I think I sound like I did when I was maybe Grant's age. Just more like this and more winded and more hey. It's a, you know, more stuff like that. Wingstings podcast. Next couple of weeks, we're going to talk to Silas Young. Uh, he's a wrestler uh, in the Milwaukee area. They do a lot of stuff around here in West Dallas. Has, has spent time in the WWE, ROH, that kind of stuff. So we'll talk to him in a couple of weeks. Uh, also, uh, some other stuff planned, too. And uh, I didn't ask the people that I want to tease, so I won't I won't put their name out there quite yet. But we'll talk to a few more other people. Wings Things podcast comes every one to four weeks on Radio.com. You can also subscribe iTunes and do subscribe. If you made it this far, please subscribe. If you made it this far, if you're listening right now, you, you you clearly are okay with what's going on here, so please subscribe and uh, and help me out that way. It is the Wings Things Podcast, episode 17. We'll be back in another one to four weeks.